Hey, I'm a medium, and this podcast is for those who wish to understand the wonderful world of spirit. Where do we go when we die? I'll share stories of mine as a medium and other mediums in our journeys, plus you will hear real-life client readings so that you can know without any doubt that your loved ones and spirit are around you all the time. I'm Jen, and this is the Singing Medium Podcast. Welcome back to the Singing Medium Podcast. Oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome because I have Laura Morrison. And I'm going to tell you something funny to me, probably not funny to you or the listeners, but Chad is a firefighter, right? So he has some friends and one of his firefighter friends that he works with, I guess is whatever you call them, firefighter buddies. Um, His wife's name is Laura Morrison. And he's like, you know, you're having Laura Morrison on? I'm like, not that Laura Morrison, a different Laura Morrison. So every time I hear your name, I think of that other woman who I've never met, who's a firefighter wife like me. But this is the different, this is a different Laura Morrison. This is, I think your Instagram is it's Laura Morrison. Is that it? Yep. Cool. So um, before we started recording and being all chaotic and I got the ring light, I'm like, you look so pretty. We have to record this as a video. So if you're seeing this on YouTube, it's because Laura looks pretty today. Thank you. So that's what we're doing. And I'm in my closet. So I'm going to inter- let Laura introduce herself because I can't introduce people properly if I don't know them very well. And I don't. I believe we met at one of my free events. So here's Laura Morrison, and she's going to tell you about herself. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast, Laura. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, and you look beautiful as well. I love this. I love this. So, And I love that you're like, you had the ring light and you're like, wait, I need to bring this out. Um, I just love that. Yes. Um, okay. Introduce myself. This is one of my least favorite things to do actually is like introduce myself because I'm always like, I'm constantly evolving and changing. And I feel like if I'm like, this is who I am. I'm like four weeks later, I'm like, no, we're a different person now. Well, I love that answer. And, and just to reiterate, I don't expect you to be like, okay, I'm, I'm a daughter of this and I live here. I know you don't have to go there. You can go like above that because I hear you like to go above this earth. So you can do it that way if you want to, too. Okay. Um, so I'm Laura, um, and I love absolutely everything that cannot be explained, that cannot be explained, that cannot be made sense of the, the magical, the mystical, the like out there, um, the things that have to be like felt and just known. I love the like the natural soul remembering that we have inside of us and like tapping into that like infinite being a part of who we are. Um, so that, that's who I am. That's like, that's the stuff that sets my soul on fire is the stuff where people are like, this may sound really weird, but like, I just have to tell you and da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh my God. Yes. 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 <laughs> um, so that's who I am. I just, I love all the weird and all the, what used to be called flaky and is now mainstream. The right. stuff that people used to be like whispered in corners. And now they're like, look at my crystals. Look at my, look at my, like, my spirit guides look at my like soul stuff and i'm like yes just give it all to me tell me all about it um so that's me i guess (laughs) that's why we sort of drawn to each other because that's basically sort of like how i would describe myself and we're so we're so programmed to be like okay i'm my name is jen and i have four kids and i live in beaverton and i'm a medium so like kind of wrote now you know it's kind of like automatic that we say these things so i love when anyone i know was like listen this is who i really am that's how we should start introducing ourselves listen i'm a soul okay i'm a soul and i'm on this earth to have an experience and you know and i just love that you're so passionate about like 
I don't like the word weird because I think we, I always think that we're the normal ones and everyone else is weird. You know, people who are like, they don't believe in any of this kind of thing. I'm like, how can you not believe in your own existence? Right. And do you, do you know why? So I, I, I feel like I'm like, I need to throw this in here, but like I, um, several years ago, so I am obsessed with language and like words and like the origin of words and like the different meaning of words from like different time periods. The word weird, um, originally meant of spirit. What? So yes, it originally meant of spirit. And then it also meant, um, wise or wisdom. Wow. So when I call something weird, I'm like, it's yeah. of spirit and it's wise wisdom. And it's like, I sort of like reclaimed the word weird because I'm just like, you know what? I'm okay with it. I am totally, totally okay with being weird because it means I'm following my soul. It means I'm following my spirit. And yeah, it may not be like accepted by everybody else, but it's something that's true to me. So yeah, I just, I love the word weird now. And whenever someone's like, I'm like, I'm like, hold on, you gotta know, you gotta know the original origin of it. Cause like, we need to like bring it back into being this powerful part of ourselves instead of this, like, oh, that's strange. Or like, that needs to go, it's like, no, like bring it back, be your weird, be your crazy, be your wild, be your free self. Also my cat is here. So she might walk across the screen any minute now. Yeah, we're used to having cats on the screen. It's all good. <laughs> but like, this is like so interesting to me because I have a thing where I'm like, sometimes I can forget when I get really passionate about talking about something that my, my idea is the right one because it comes from spirit. But mm -hmm. it never occurred to me to be like, weird is good. Like I knew weird was good, but I think when we get on social media, Instagram, we always try to fit in like, what's that person doing in that reel? And we copy that song and we, you know, these kind of things. So like, I love that you're here to remind everyone just to own your weird and, and weird is actually really good. You know, because for me, I'm like, if I try to be weird, but then I go, I want to be normal. I want to, what's in fashion? Like, like, what's your hair supposed to look like kind of thing? But I love that, you know, how the opposite, you know, the, the perspective of from, from your vantage point, which I love. So <laughs> where did this kind of come from? Is this like your human tendency or just coming from when you have traveled in the space, soul, star system? What do you mean? I guess we should talk about that. So, so, so here's what I, what I mean. So, um you're in spirit school so i have this beautiful yeah. online school and laura is a student of there and sort of all these little you know these little pebbles were laid out for us to meet together and you know talk about things uh all things spiritual and um oh my god i totally lost my train of thought this happens sometimes when i'm but spirit thinks i'm doing a mediumship reading <laughs> We're talking about this. Oh, that's what it was. So I posted a, me a meditation about, I think it was um, reaching your soul star. What was mm. it? it was yeah. like uh, your 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 soul family or something. Your soul family, your soul star, something like that. And yeah. she reached out to me, a messenger. She's like, um, this is what I do. I'm like, excuse me. Like, I don't research people before. And I mean, I have people who I've known longer, I've had on the podcast, I kind of know a bit more about them. But for you, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean. Like, tell me more about this. Like, is this okay. human? Like, when you say to me, I love language and I love, you know, what weird means and this kind of thing. And I want to embrace all these things. Did that come from your human side? So your human tendencies growing up as a human being, or did it come from maybe your soul family or maybe your soul knowing? Like, do you know what I mean? Yes. Okay. Um, I think so the, I'm going to, I'm going to say the, the learning about the origin of the word weird came from my human brain trying to understand my soul. Beautiful. I am very much the type of person who I'm a lifelong learner. I'm always like, how many, how much knowledge can I like bring into my body? How much can I learn? I love to read. I'm like, 
you know, like Beauty and the Beast and like Belle's library. I'm like, that's my dream house. Okay. That is like, I'm like, give me, give me the giant library in the middle of nowhere with like talking teacups. Nice. Um, <laughs> like that braid my hair. But like I, so my human side has always been trying to make sense of the inner knowing that comes from my soul. I really like to have that like on earth confirmation of information. So I will, so with like the finding out the origin of the word weird, um, that's just literally because I love to read. And when you love to read, you eventually go down these like rabbit holes of like how the feminine was taken out of society. And if we go back into like the original goddess and like all these different things. So that was one of the things that I learned on one of my like massive excursions of just Mm -hmm. give me all the information I can possibly have. But so much of my life too, I was very, very fortunate growing up that I had a mother who never looked at me and was like, you're weird. She was like, okay, let's, let's figure this out. Let's, let's find something. Let's, let's go learn Reiki. Let's go learn about the chakras. Let's go experience this. So there was always this very, very deep knowing in me that there was more out there than what was available to us. And I feel like nowadays, so much more of it has become mainstream, which gets me so excited. Um, But you were talking sort of about that, like comparing on social media and like talking and being like, oh, like, what are they doing? What are they doing? I still get stuck in that sometimes. And I always sort of call that like a human brain or like my ego, because my ego be like, oh, do what they're doing. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna gonna do what I do. I'm just gonna like go this way. Um, But yeah, it's me and my soul have a very, very good relationship where my soul will be like you need to sign up for Jen's program and then my ego's like no you don't you're fine you don't need another course and my soul's like you need to sign up for Jen's program or like the when you posted the starseed meditation that was very out of my comfort zone to send you a message and be like hey this is my area of expertise I had no idea I I have to do it (laughs) no I love that and that's how I you know people who listen to the podcast know that's how I live my life and some people might not understand this but it's one thing for us to say, you know what, this is the, the most amazing way to live your life is through your soul and feel your way with your soul. And people are like, what does that even mean? You know what I mean? So sometimes it's hard for people who aren't there yet. I always say that mm-hmm. you're not there yet. You have this wisdom and this knowing inside literally your DNA and your cells. It's just sort of like blocked by something and you won't remember it until it's time for you to remember it. Yeah. Spirit deems it safe for you to remember these things. And obviously we can't remember everything all at once because we blow up. Like we'd spontaneously oh God, yeah. you know, so it's like a trickle. It's like having this this faucet that sort of not annoyingly drips, but sort of is a slow trickle. And you decide if you go take a drink of water and if you want to remember something, then you can ask. So this is so interesting also because I'm totally I just speak of courses, just on the weekend took um a Akashic Records course, uh, Edgar Casey his take on the Akashic Records. I think he was like one of the forefront people to bring the Akashic Records uh, online into this earth. Um, and when you talked about Bell's library, that's exactly what I picture when I go into the Akashic Records. And I see like, I like I feel like I love the dark hair, you know, I'm like, <laughs> and there's a man up there and he's like, hey, what do you want to know? And I'm like, tell me about this. It, so I'll tell you, like, have you ever tapped in, can you tap into the Akashic Records as well? So that's when, so when I do like people's like soul origins, I go into the Akashic Records and then it's like always like, it, to me, it always like shows up like this big magical book that like, and I give you like the page and I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> oh, I was so excited. But the coolest thing for me is I didn't realize until I took this course on the weekend um, that I was called by my soul to do. Cause I'm like, I already know how to do Akashic Records, right? There's the ego. 
Yeah. You always learn something else. You don't know everything, especially when it comes from like the supercomputer of the universe. You literally can't go on Instagram and say, yo, guys, I'm an expert on all of this. You literally, you like you said, it's a lifelong learning kind of thing that you have to, you have to embark on this journey and there's no getting off. You can take breaks. Like mm. you go to school and you're in grade one, you get the summer off, dude. And then yeah. in grade two, you go back, right? So you do take breaks, but you always go back to school because you always want to keep going. But the Akashic Records are fascinating to me all of a sudden. It's like, I knew how to do it, but all of a sudden it just came back online. And for people who don't know, basically the Akashic Records is the book of life. So everything that everyone in the history of the world, including yourself, has ever said, spoken, um, thought about, done, every behavior, every experience, everyone you've met is in this book. And so you can go and access your access it yourself. Um, it is kind of tricky to do, but I don't think it is. I think your mind would say it was tricky, but it is kind of easy. So after taking this course, I was all inspired. I'm like, I'm going to do some Akashic Records for you guys free. And then so last night I'm like, let's see if we can do this. So I'm, I'm lying in bed and I'm like, okay, I did what Kevin Tedeschi taught me. He's like, okay, close your eyes and you say in your head, can you please show me this? So I was brought by my spirit guide to this beautiful, like bell looking invis it's like an invisible library though you know what i mean like it's there but yeah. it's not there right and then this old man appeared like um harry potter what's his name uh dumbledore, dumbledore? appeared <laughs> appeared at the book he's like excuse me who are you and i'm like i would please like to um um access the records of jennifer abra born november 23rd 1974 please and you can't like make this man show you your book no you have to be like cool you know, if you want to show me, you can show me if you don't at school. And so he's like, all right, I'll show you two things. You can turn two pages. Like it was the coolest thing. And I wrote, yeah. it, down, I wrote it down in my notes on my phone. So if it comes true, we'll come back and have a conversation about that. But so it's really cool that you can do this as well. Now, hmm. is it a service that you provide or is like, because like, how come I never see what you do? You got it. Maybe you're, are you out there? Like, is there like a so web? So here, here's my, here's my thing. This is, this is, and this is something that like, my my like my human brain is always like Laura you've got to get your website you've got to do this you've got to advertise more you've got to like put it out there like why are you not talking about this and it's like but the thing is it's like the people who need it find me and they'll be like hey I need this they're like I don't even know if you do this but I need this so um my advertising sucks my marketing sucks it's pretty much non-existent um it's reading the Akashic Records, reading Soul Origins, um, doing like entity clearings and clearing out like negative spirits and just negative gunk that like jumps onto people. Yeah. That is all my, that is all my stuff. That is all my thing. That is all like my, like, it, it, it's again, it's the stuff that lights me up. It's the stuff that like, in a way it's, it, I've taken training on it, but it was something that I took training on it because it came so naturally to me. I was like, my human brain needs to understand what my souls like do this, say this, do these weird hand positions. And I'm like, what are we doing? Um, but it's not, it, I honestly, like I was looking at my Instagram the other day. And I'm like, no one knows what I do. And I'm like, I need to like get better at like telling people about this. But the thing is too, my whole business is pretty much word of mouth. It, it's word of mouth and I'm okay with it being that way. I think this year, one of the big things that spirit is pushing me to do is get it to a larger audience so like getting the website set up having actual like what a session is but one thing I've learned is like everybody's different I can be like okay we're going to go and read your soul origins and one person gets one thing and then someone else gets something completely different because it, it's so tailored and customized to that person's soul it's like if I was to read a session for you 
I feel like your soul would be like, okay, we're having this, 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 this. And I'd be like, and then Sally Joe shows up and she gets none of that. She's gonna get something completely different. And my human part is very, very like, well, how do I explain that? How do I explain that the sessions are going to be so different? So a lot of the time I'm just like, it's a soul session. We're gonna go in and see what your soul wants for you because your soul knows everything that it needs to do it's like our brain and our ego that's like oh we don't need to do that or like oh that's not important or like oh we should do this instead because then we're going to fit into society and mold to what they want us to be and it's like when we get back to just the infinite being of who we are there's so much wisdom and knowledge in that but it's the the deconditioning and the deprogramming of what the world has told us we have to be um, and the other thing with the Akashic Records, because you mentioned this, it was like, I'll show you two pages. Yeah. There have been times where I've been reading people's Akashic Records and I'm like, I don't get to tell you anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, well, yeah, it'll be like, nope, that like, it, or for me, it usually feels like a door slams and I'll be like, okay, well, that, that's it. That's all. Do you want to ask a different question? Do you want to find, because I'm like, whatever we were just learning, it was like, no, you don't get to know right now. You don't get to learn that yet. It needs to be a surprise. Um, and honestly, that's one of my favorite things because I think in, for me, at least I always want to know what's next. I'm always like, what's next, what's next, what's next. Give me. And one of my biggest lessons is like, be patient and let it be a surprise. And I'm like, seriously, why? Yeah. Why? I don't want that. <laughs> your own advice. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause when I was in the Akashic records, I was like the door, the, the, the door, the book slammed twice. Mm-hmm. My, my mind's like, <clears throat> why is that closed? <laughs> But the two pieces of information that I did get were like profound. When I look back at them this morning, I'm like, whoa, how's that going to happen? So your mind does get involved in it too, but there is a way for you to access them yourself, which I think is just mind blowing to me. And I always, when you were talking, I'm like, those people who don't like understand when we're like soul led and like the people who are finding me, like that's the divine marketing. Like if you want to go that way, because that just tells me. what I love that divine marketing. You oh, I love the that. universe so much because you know how I, I get it. People know I get frustrated when for say for spirit school. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, there's not a very much information on spirit school. I'm like, well, if you're saying that, then you shouldn't be in there. You know what I mean? So that like you said, people do behave and think and make decisions differently. However, if you go back to the origin of your soul, mm-hmm. you know how to make a decision. Like if you want to talk about human, it's hell yes or hell no, but that can be dangerous as well too, because if you're like, "Mm, it's not really a hell yes for me yet, that could be based on your program. Like I don't have the money yet. Or maybe there's a program that is driving those hell no's and when you think it should be a hell yes and it confuses you. So that's how you know you have to get deeper, get deeper in your soul and be like, okay, spirit, tell me if I need to do this or go and catch your records and ask, should I take Laura's? course should i do jen's course should you know and a divine marketing i think there's always a debate because i have tried human marketing like digital marketing social media marketing and they want me to cold dm people and i'm like i'm not doing that well if you want to be successful jen if you want to grow to 10k then you i don't i don't believe that at all i know Mm -hmm. someone one of my reiki students got 10k followers in like a month Out that she she dm ten thousand people to get her to like her do you know what i mean so i think that's one thing that we can sort of maybe shift towards is can we do divine marketing like maybe your soul doesn't want to do a website right now maybe you don't need to mm-hmm. i don't know like only you know it was it's um with the followers and the counts and all this kind of stuff i used to when because it, it was like when instagram and and all the different social medias were blowing up it was such like oh like you have this many followers you have this many likes um, I just call it vanity metrics now. I'm like, it's not, 
because the thing is too is i know people who have less than 200 followers and they're making like 200k a year because again they're not focused on the media they're focused on the actual interactions with humans and what they're actually offering and then i know people with like huge amounts of followers who are like bed broke like they've got millions of followers but it's not translating into their actual real life and it's like one of my big lessons last year was like just release all the attachment to needing to have that sort of like online fame it was like as much as i'm like yes i want the message of what i'm sharing to go viral i let go of the it needing to be me who is delivering that message or me who is receiving the the credit or the praise for it because i was like the people who need me will find me yes and there's so many like if you want to call it light workers or empaths or like spirit-led people jumping to the forefront i i let go of the i used to carry this like weight of the world on my shoulders that like i had to be the one mm-hmm. i had to be the one to share this i had to be the one to share this message and bring this to the world and last year i just kind of really let that go and i was like again the people who need me will find me the conversations that need to be have will be had but again that's a, that's a level of going into trusting that i didn't have like two years ago i was still very much in that like i've got to do this and do this and do this to get this and be this and now i'm just kind of like okay what happens happens and sometimes my ego will come in and be like uh okay well how are we going to pay rent this month yeah. how are we going to like do this how are we going to buy whatever you want to buy and i'm like i don't know but like it'll show up <laughs> Yeah, so for, I mean, in the human mind, like for such a young age that you've got to this point in your life already is beautiful to see, you know, like you're like trusting what takes people 80 years to get to, you've gotten that, and you know, I don't even think you're 30 yet, not that it matters, but like, this is, I keep finding, like I keep finding these young, strong, feminine energies who are like, you know, I'm just following my soul. And I'm like, I'm 47, I'm still like, yo, universe, <clears throat> you know, like going through these ego things. You know, and and trying to de- the detachment of the outcomes. You know, so m- one of the things that I always say is I surrender this X Y Z to the universe and whatever yeah. for the highest good for everyone involved is what's going to happen. So I did that with Spirit School, where I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not opening Spirit School until I have a hundred people. But if I had done that, the hundred people that I would have got there were probably wouldn't have been aligned with the message that I'm sending, and they probably mm-hmm. would have been like not even doing the work. So I love that it was d- like divinely activated. And these are the people that need to be here, including you, which I love the breadcrumbs. You see that like, here's a free event that Jen's doing. I'm going to go watch that. I'm going to participate in that. Oh, and then Jen's doing spare school. I'm going to do that. Oh, and then Jen posts the meditation. Oh, and, there's a, and then you know what I mean? And now you're going to present. So I lo- that's that's the divine activation that I like. That's the divine mm-hmm. marketing. That's that's what we need to start amping up, I think. I think so too. And it was like with, with spirit school, it was, um, oh, you had also... So yeah, so I, okay. Do you want like the full story of how I found you? Cause I, I it's actually a little longer and it's, it, it amuses me so much. So, <laughs> <Yeah, sorry. laughs> okay, this is back like 2019. I'm going to say it was 2019 cause it was before COVID. Okay. And one of my friends who I like to call her like a baby witch. Um, she was very like in the closet with like her spirituality and all this kind of stuff. And she like called me up one day and she's like, Laura, there's this event. It's called the singing medium. She's like, I don't think anybody else will want to go with me, but like, do you want to come with me? And I was like, oh my God, of course I want to come with you. Like, let's go. And it was at like a women's circle. So we went and you did, and I like, I dragged my mom to it. And so like, it was like, we went and you were doing like the singing medium and you were like doing all your things and all this kind of stuff. And, um, I, you didn't 
give me any messages, but like you were giving messages to other people. And I was just like, this is so cool. I was like, okay, I have to follow her. I was like, I have to follow her because you were so in like your element. And at the time I was kind of like, she doesn't, she doesn't care. Like she's just being like fully herself. And I was like, okay, I need to follow this woman. I need to like, I'm like, I just, I loved it. I loved it. Um, and then I sort of like followed you for a little while. Like I, there wasn't really anything that I was like engaging with, but like you always sort of showed up and I would like watch your stories on Instagram and all this kind of stuff. And then I guess a few months ago you did like a free event and I was like, I have to go to this. Like everything in me was like, you have to go to this free event. And again, no messages came through for me or anything like that. But I was like, that's fine. I won your book, by the way, though. So that was fun. Um, I won your book. So I was like, okay. I was like, maybe that's why I had to be there. I won her book. Um, and then shortly after you had posted um, that you were like doing, like you were no longer going to be doing like the psychic sessions and you were like closing those down and you would like, you, you would put like the last ones up. And I was like, I need one of these. I was like, I need to have one of these sessions. Um, and I booked in. It was like four months out. And I was like, no, I want it today. But I was like, well, wait, it'll show up at the right time. It'll be fine. The session, it was amazing. And you had actually mentioned in that session that like a mentor would be coming through. And I was sort of like, is it, is it, and is it not? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Like, who's it going to be? I don't know. I feel like there's probably like several that are coming forward. But I was like, okay. I jumped off and everything in me was like, you have to sign up for spirit school. And my ego was like, no, you don't like you, you don't like you meditate and you know about chakras and like, you're fine. You don't need to. My soul's like, no, we're signing up. And I was like, oh, really? I don't want to sign up for another program. Are you serious? Really? Again, another. And it was like, my ego was really true. And when my ego goes really hard, that's almost when like, I go, oh, okay, we're doing this. If my ego is freaking out and telling me how much I don't need to do it, I'm like, oh, we're going to go do it. Um, so I signed up and I'm loving it. And it's like, it's giving me the accountability that I needed at the beginning of this year to stick with my meditation and um, just stick with everything. And it's just, I don't know, I'm really enjoying it. Like, it, it's very chill right now. My ego brain was kind of like, oh, yeah, you need more. And I was like, no, we just need like, turning inwards, trusting ourselves. Um, and, then, and then you posted that meditation and I was like, oh, hold on, this is stepping me out of my comfort zone. But like, hey, do you want me to like teach a teach a bonus class or like bring this in or something? And then you were like, yeah, sure. What do you want to do? And I was like, oh, no, she said yes. She said yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I love the story. It's like, but the thing is, too, it was like, it's, I don't know, it all arrived at the right time and trusting that I needed to be in it. Um, and I loved it. And then we had our first call where we met the whole group. And I was like, oh this is the community that I needed to be brought into. I was like, okay, it, it was all suddenly making sense. I'm like, okay, okay, I understand why we're here. I get why we're here. Um, but yeah, that was the whole, and I watched you for a really long time online. Like I would just like watch stuff and like random things. Um, and it was just like, you would always sort of pop up. And for like the week leading up to when we had our session, I kept being like, I need to sign up for spirit school, sign up for spirit school. And I was like, no, I don't need to. And then that sort of that thing of like, well, there's not even really that much information. I was like, oh, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, no. And then my spirit was just like, my soul was like, it was almost like one of those like shoved me out of the way. It was like, okay, you're yeah. signing up. And I was like, oh, okay, we are cool. Okay. Oh, this makes me so happy. Yeah. I think you talked a little bit of some of you summarize or paraphrase um, <laughs> in our class in January on our Zoom call, like how you yeah. felt. I was like, oh, you've been stalking me for a while. But uh, I'm joking. It's true. You know what I mean though? Like it's so cool because I always I know like in for this as I started doing this, people will find me when they're supposed to find me. 
that's mm-hmm. the point marketing. Like you said, right? You wait for people to just show up and you trust that whoever needs to work with you is going to. Because I've had countless people say, I never heard of you. And then all of a sudden you're everywhere, you know, or someone will bring you up a conversation and say, you know, that all of a sudden your podcast is on my phone. I don't know how I got there. You know, this kind of stuff. That's what I love. That's how I know it's an alignment. Mm-hmm. And that sort of taught me also not to force things too. You know, like when we're like, when are we going to do the podcast? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I just knew you're going to be on the podcast. Yeah. Enforce it because I know when I force it, it goes crappy, you know? So I just love that's just kind of like the way is like the best way for me. And I hear it from you too, how to, how to live your life in a divinely guided way. You know, there, there is a higher power that is guiding you if you allow it to. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, I like that. That's such a cute story. <laughs> You're so cute. I love it. Um, yeah, well, I'm very glad you're in there and you're going to be teaching a bonus class that they don't know about. So if you're in spirit school and you're like, oh, now I know there's a surprise bonus class coming from Laura Morrison. So she'll be teaching on what do you want to do? What we're doing? Souls family? Uh, like soul family, soul origins. Okay, like where you're from. Like, yeah, like you're like, if, like, so I always call it like your, your starseed origins. Um, because in my mind, everyone is a starseed. Um, but some people are like, no, I've only existed. This is my one lifetime. And I'm like, no, it's not. No, no it's not. <laughs> so we'll talk a little bit about reincarnation and how your soul comes back to earth. And, but mostly where your soul, where your soul originated from, because some people did originate from earth. Some people like they're, they're all their lifetimes have been on earth, but I find most people who are drawn to me, um, did not start on earth. They started way farther back and it's almost for me, the reason I'm super passionate about star seeds and star origins is because once I started realizing the reason why I never felt like I fit on Earth was because my soul wasn't designed on Earth. My soul decided to come here and go through all the experiences that she's gone through on Earth. But it's like once I sort of learned like all the wisdom of before, I was able to bring all of that to the here and now. And it also allowed me to let go of trying to return to where I came from, because there is this one foot in, one foot out if you're constantly trying to leave Earth. And there's a completely different grounding that you get when you're like, well, you know what? I'm here. I'm here right now. So I'm going to get the most out of them, the best experience here instead of constantly leaving. Because I'm going to say the first like 25 years of my life, I was trying to leave. I was trying to like get, I was like, how do I get off earth? How do I leave? How do I like? Yeah, come pick me up on your spaceship or yeah. Yeah, like, can you pick me up? Like, (laughs) mom, come get me. I'm done. (laughs) I've had enough of this 25 years of this crappy planet. Yeah, well, even as a child, I would literally say to my mother, I want to go home. And she'd be like, you are home. And I'm like, no, home, home. And she was like, okay, I got like a little ET at my house. gonna say et phone home (laughs) you probably i bet you're too i mean were you even born when that movie came out um when did it come out 80 i'm gonna say like 82 i'm just guessing no i wasn't born yet i was like 10 it's a classic and i grew up with it but like yeah i wasn't born yet so an original 80s girl you're not even you're like a 90s are you even 90s or 2000s oh i'm 90s i'm 90s i yeah i i'm I'm 92 so i'm almost hitting 30 i'll be hitting 30 yeah yes they were you like a baby when <laughs> she's like, I'm a baby, rock your body, <laughs> little Susie in her mouth. <laughs> going, I want to go back to my planet. That's Literally, though, 
Well, I to share that story because I went through that phase too. I had a life coach, I remember a couple years ago and she's like, Jen, you're always up there. Like I would be like a space cadet, like literally because I would just always wonder, it's so much better when you go up there and you're like astral travel, it's like, you feel like divine love and unconditional love and there's no crap and you're just so free and light and you're remembering things and it's just, you know, you're just so lit up and it's a totally different feeling when you come back to earth. But she said to me something that I didn't expect, which is like, you've got to bring that knowledge to earth. Like maybe you go up there to bring it down and share it with people. Like maybe I've been called a quacker a couple of times, but I don't care. Like you said, I don't care because you get to the point in your life where you're like, you have to stop caring people think about you or your mission whatever that looks like for you of like, you know, this is what my experiences are in the divine energies. And I know this about aliens. And because I was, you know, the only reason people are going to remember is when they die. If you don't believe this, when you die, you're gonna be like, Oh, Jen and Laura were right. Why didn't I listen to them? You know, but like I was from a planet and now I'm on this planet and I can't go down and tell them that they were right. So some people are going to remember early. Some people are not, but it's very important. If you do that, you need to bring that information down to earth because it needs to be grounded and rooted in this earth, like you said, in this present moment. And whether you share that information or not is your choice, right? Because you have free will, but I love sharing it. And I welcome calling me a quacker. Go ahead, I don't care. Because when you go, you're gonna be like, oh, oh, Jen was right. <laughs> you know, so I think it's great that we can do that, but we got to bring it down. Yeah, because like the thing, yeah, like again, like I said, like so much of my life, I was spending like what I call the up here. Yes. Like the out here, the up here, the like the expansion, the astral travel, the void walking, the like the in-between states. And I would be always up here. And it was like, and, and I, I felt so at home up there. And I was like, okay, but we need to make home on planet earth. We need to like, again, pull that down, bring it through, and then like give it out into the world, whether that's one-on-one, whether that's like posting on social, whether that's having like a full-blown like spirit school. Like it's like, we it's this, this information up here needs that like channel or vessel to come through and be shared um and grounding it into the here and now because it's like it, it's again it was one of my biggest lessons but i was like yeah you can spend all day up here but until you bring it down in here i'm it, i'm still always searching for something it's like now i'm able to be present and be here and just be because i'm like oh i never have to leave up here but it's now this like filtering through instead of me having to leave and then come back because the comeback for me was always a crash. Yeah. It was always a like, Oh, Depression. we're back here again. Yeah. Oh, we're down. And now, now it's this like steady stream of like being fueled by up here, but like being anchored in the here. If this making sense, I'm like, I'm really glad we're being recorded because without my hand motions, I feel like it might get a little lost. <laughs> Well, if you listen to the podcast, you will see her making, but she's basically going moving her arms up and down, up and down like a gorilla into the air and bringing you back. But no, I, it makes sense. But now you're able to integrate it. So it becomes part of you. Yeah. Instead of always having to like go in the quantum realm, for example, where I go and I go and um, co-create the life that I want for the future, we can just bring it to our daily life. Mm-hmm. Start to integrate that. And then we become that person who already has those things or already knows those things about us. And we can sort of integrate it into our human life and just sort of the culmination of all of those things. So, yeah. Yeah, by the way, I just want to make a little point that I'm not here to promote spirit school. So I didn't pay you or ask you. Oh, no. You can't join anyways, because it's already done. So you have to wait till next year. So if you're listening to like Laura and your experience about spirit school so far, it's only been a, not even a month, like it's been 24 days. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not a promotion. It's like you can just you can't come anyways. So you are the one of the beautiful souls that follow her soul to get in there. And I'm I think it's going to grow. Like, I think I just feel because the way it's built upon that foundation of that divine energy of way, how it's built, it's just going to grow and 
you know, flourish and be what everyone else needs. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know why I wrote this down. Okay. I don't know why I wrote this down. Um, when you were talking, I was talking about um, on the weekend. I did a couple of courses. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was the Kashuk Record editor Casey with um, Kevin Tedeschi, who I'd never heard about before. But all of a sudden, he just showed up on the page. I'm like, who is this dude? Apparently, he's well known. Uh, have you ever heard of him? I've never heard of him. I haven't. He's like, I'm like, but this is one of those people, like, you know, they pop up, you never hear of them. And that's where you need to go, right? Because you follow your school. Now, another person that I work with, I like, I want to get to the mediumship part of this because it is the same medium podcast. So maybe that's why I wrote it down. But um, have you ever heard of Mavis Patilla? I haven't. Well, Mavis Patilla is like, I don't even know how old she is, but she's like one of the oldest, most uh, famous mediums there is. I guess, I think she's from the UK or Europe, somewhere over there. But I never had a chance to work with her before. Like I knew of her, so I've worked with other people, you know. She was the most like down to earth woman you could ever meet. I guess 50 years of being a medium would do that to you. You know, you go through all the process of the ego and all these kind of things. And she was saying how people send me, you know, if they want to apply for one of my mentorship programs, they send me a list of who they worked with. And I've done that. I'm like, I've worked with Thomas John and James Van Prague. And you know, those are the ego things that people want to see because it gives you human credibility in the program in the matrix you know what i mean so it's like people just send that to me and i go oh am i just another notch in your bed post and it was just like that makes so much sense to me you know like being attributed by the famous people that you work with doesn't really showcase your gifts and your talents you know it just those are your those were your mentors um but anyways we had tea with mavis and it was really cool because i've never had a chance to work with her before but just the things that she was saying were so you know, made so much sense to me. And let's go with the, you said you do entity clearings. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what I what we have had an opportunity to ask her question. So the topic was the whole medium. So she started talking about how entities and demons are not real. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh. like I just sucked in all the air of the room. And I was like, what is this woman talking about? And trust me, I would love to never talk about it again. I would love to never have an attachment or a demon come in my room, scratch me on the back, trust me, I would love. So I had an opportunity to ask her a question. So I said to her, you know, okay, so if if me, if these don't exist, then what are they? Like, what is happening then? And she said to me, and I, I kind of take it with a grain of salt because she is an older woman and whatever, but she said, well, you're just not shutting down properly, which, which A, does make sense, right? So when you're a medium, you have to, shut down properly, because if you stay open all the time, then you can invite in these unwanted energies, whether that be a human being who's stuck on earth or whatever it is, can sort of attach to that energy, right? But she said, there's no such thing. I'm like, okay, well, what is it? She goes, oh, you're not shutting down properly. And she goes, it's probably just the spirit left over from your reading. And I went, I didn't have time to say, I don't think, I don't think a mom and spirit's gonna scratch my back, but I really wanted more. Like I wanted more time to talk to her. So. Mm-hmm. What's, what is your take on this? And she says they don't exist. Because then I had a thought, okay, if I don't believe in this anymore, can it still affect me? And I was like, whoa. You know, so even just like a little mini course with someone and you're just like, oh, they start to provoke these thoughts in you. So so what is like, a, you guys have heard my stories of the entities and stuff like that, but what's your take on that? Like, obviously you think they exist. So it's for me. Light, but like, what's your take on that? So for me, when I say the word entity, it could be anything from like, usually actually in my private practice, I will differentiate between ghost, spirit, um, like someone who's passed over. Um, I sort of like break them up into like smaller categories when I'm talking to people. 
um, but sometimes as like a blanket term, I will say entity, but entity usually for me is anything from um, like just even just like a negative emotion that's attached onto someone. Um, so it could be like feelings, thoughts, um, but I also look at sort of like the, this is always where I get like tripped up because I'm like, how do I explain this? But like the, the energies that exist in the in-between that don't have physical bodies, have never had physical bodies, but want to use humans for their physical bodies. And then they attach on and influence or exploit our human body and our energy systems. Because it's like if they don't have a physical body, but they can latch on. And I usually look at it as it's when it's almost like the self-sabotage that we have or when it's like, oh, I really, really want to do this one thing, but something in me is stopping me. I always check for entities because I'm like something else is just latched on. That's that's draining your energy away. That's what that's usually where my work goes into is it's draining the energy away um, for their own benefit and gain. And once we clear it. It's like then people like the, the success stories that I have with people where they're like, I just went and did the thing that's been taking me 10 years to do that I always wanted to do, but I've never done it. And it's like, yeah, because now your energy can actually go into the things that you want instead of being drained off into this other entity energy, non-physical being. Yeah. No, I like that. I do think that there's a level of, I like what she said about or you said, or she said about the, um, so if you don't believe in it, does it no longer exist? Because I do believe that too. I'm like, if you don't give it the power, then it doesn't exist. And I think that's part of in, for me, at least when I do entity clearings and stuff like this, it's usually because it's like, once I sort of put a label to it or a name to it or something to it, I can be like, okay, and you're gone. You don't get to come back. You, 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 you're leaving, you're, you disappeared. Um, and for me, that gave me a, an extra level of power to be like, okay, you're not mine. You you leave. Um, and I think there is so much power in just in us. So it's like, yeah, if you don't believe in it, it's not there. But if you do sort of go like, ah, oh, this is feeling a little funky and a little uncomfortable and I don't like it. And then you decide that it's leaving. Because again, so much of any energy clearings and all this is part of us deciding or choosing that it's no longer there. Um, it's why I feel like sometimes for some people, they'll be like, oh, I've done Reiki and I've done chakra clearings, and I, but they're still so bought into their story that that's what they're giving power to. It's like, um, I think, you know, Joe Dispenza's work and like, you are the placebo and all of that. Okay. Yeah. So it's sort of that sort of thing of it's like, whether it's actually there or it's just us in our power deciding that it's not, I'm like, whichever one it is, as long as it's working, I'm like, it's working and I'm good with it. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I do every night. I do a Joe Dispenza meditation. Yeah, um, that's where I get in the quantum realm. He sets you up. Because his meditations are like his meditations are next level. Like <laughs> some people, some people complain that his voice is weird, but there's a reason why his voice is weird. Yeah, you can find the same meditations with his voice not being weird. You just have to look. But for for me, I made a commitment in the second week of January. No. I think it's actually been longer than that second week of December that I was going to every single night go in the quantum realm and co-create my life with the universe. Um, so far, nothing's manifested yet, but you do get signs because mine are pretty big. Mine are pretty big. Um, you do get signs that your manifestation is on the way. And then the cool thing for me that I also realize is people are focused on the law of attraction. But if you do this for like 90 days straight in a row, you all of a sudden start assuming that these things are going to happen. 
mm-hmm. your beliefs. You no longer doubt that what you're trying to co-create for the future for yourself and your family is never going to, it is coming. Like mm-hmm. that's part of commitment that I'm so big on spirit school too. You know, if you're committed to something, you're going to start to embody the confidence that you need to succeed and do all these beautiful things like, you know, meditation consistently or whatever. It just, you got to do something consistently. Can't you like one day, okay, where's my house? You know, you got to, you got to sit there. You got to put in the energetic work. That's what Mm -hmm. I love also that you're saying too, is that you have to put in the energetic work that, that if you do more energetic work than you do, like effort, human effort to bring something to your life, it's totally different. Mm -hmm. I'm going back full circle to how you do your business. Yeah. You're doing the energetic work. Maybe you're not going out there in the physical force and, you know, being that horrible word boss, babe, and, and, and going after people with the cool DMs, you know, you're doing the energetic work, which is like the biggest part of it that people don't realize. The, the, the energetics are sort of like, in my mind, it's like setting down the train track and I don't have to be the conductor of the train. I don't have to know exactly where I'm going. I just sit on the train, trust that it's going, but I'm laying the tracks. I'm sort of being like, oh, I'd love this. I would love that. And the funny thing is it, this in January was very much like I was going to take the month off. I was sort of like, but I wasn't even going to officially take the month off. But then I got really sick at the beginning of January. And I was like, you know what? We're going to take the month off. We're just going to give ourselves time. And then some different things popped up where I was like, I need money, whatever. And I was so in the state of just trusting and believing. And the clients were coming without me doing anything. The money that I needed was like dropping in my lap. And I was like, oh, it can be this easy. Thank you. Because I know this and then I forget it. And then I have to be reminded. And it's like the the energetics. And, and the thing is, too, is I think some people are like, oh, okay, I meditate for five minutes. Where's my house? And it's like, no, you do still have to have that inspired action. But it's like the meditation will give you that inspired action. The meditation will be like, oh, book a session with Jen. Okay, I booked a session with Jen. Okay, now sign up for spirit school. Okay, sign up for spirit school. Okay, in spirit school, I'm meditating every day. Okay, and it's like, it, it's following those little things. And it's just like, it's not, I feel like for the people too, that are like, oh, how do they do this? It's like, this has been my entire life of me learning to trust myself, creating my, like working on the self, like the self-confidence and the self-concept of being the person who can just receive because I used to be like, no one, well, no matter what I do, it's not going to work for me. Or I used to be that person who was like, well, it's working for everybody else, but it's not going to work for me. And that was a story I was feeding into. And it's like, once I let go of the story that it was no longer, like, that it wouldn't work for me or that it would work for everybody else but me, or no matter what I did, I would still always be whatever I was. That's when everything shifted. It's like changing that self-concept and being like, yeah, I am the person who gets my manifestations, who gets the who co-creates with the universe because it is a co-creation. And I think part of, at least in my experience, I was trying to be the sole creator. I was trying to be like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And and it was like, once I sort of went into the co-creation of, okay, I'm putting this out here. Someone else can bring this in or universe can bring that. It was like, that was a huge shift because it's like you, we don't have to do it all alone. We don't have to do the boss, babe, the hustle, all of that. I'm like, Oh, because that really used to irk me so much boss babe mentality i was like i can't even follow you if you say you're a boss babe and it's not a judgment i mean maybe it's a judgment i don't know i it doesn't it never felt like it fit into my soul puzzle it doesn't it doesn't resonate with me and this is the thing i want everyone to do what resonates with them 
So if, if boss babying and hustling and cold DMing or like doing all these things is what makes them happy, go do it. But I am never going to slide into anybody's DM. Cold DM a stranger to say, Hey, do you want to work with me? I doubt that gives anybody joy. If it brings I you never, joy, send me a message. I want to know. <laughs> yeah, like I'm never, I'm never going to do. It. I, I am that person who I don't like. Again, like you said, there's not much. I don't advertise really. Sometimes I'll toss something up in my stories and be like, "Hey, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing five readings. One of them's yours. Let me know." But like, honestly, that's that's the extent of my of my marketing. It's like, it's it's just the people who need me will find me, and I trust that. And I trust that. I also trust that people can have self-responsibility that if they need help, they will ask for it. Right. I used to always be like, let me heal you. This is like six-year-old Laura. The six-year-old Laura used to run up to people, strangers, and be like, I can heal you. Almost 30 Laura does not do that anymore. <laughs> and even when people are like, I need you to heal me, I'm like, I don't heal you. You heal yourself. I don't. You are healing yourself. I can be the facilitator. I can be the catalyst. I can be the awakening. I can be the activator. But I am not actually physically healing you. You are healing you. You are giving yourself permission to heal in whatever capacity that is. I'm just the in-between. It's almost like I'm just the extension cord. I'm just the, the, the channel to bring it through. Just plug me in the wall. But that's what that's all two people think that you're if you're a healer, that you're gonna do all the work for them. So you have to do the work. Like you, yeah. like you hear both of us talking about how we can do these things, but we put in the work. Like we woke oh, up yeah. today. I was like, you know what? I'm tired of walking around complaining about my life and saying that nothing ever works out for me. What if I try something different? Because it takes a, the same amount of energy to to swap it from like nothing works out for me to like everything always works out for me, whether you believe it or not. If you stick with that for like, I did, I've been doing that for six years. Yeah. I always get what I want. Everything always works out for me. And after time, you start to believe it because you're consistent, you're committed to it, and then you start to believe it. You know, so you have to put in the work. You have yeah. to, and you can't just all of a sudden automatically start believing these things or, you know, get a healing done and I'm cured now. And you can't expect a healer to do these things for you. You have to get, like you said, with the power, you have to get in your own power. You got to do the work yourself. You can have help. Oh yeah. I, I have like steady people that I call up every few months and get sessions done with them or like, cause it, it, there is a certain level of like, yes, there's so much that we can do by ourselves and the self work is so important. But I do think that there's also this level of of reaching out to people. That's also like part of that co-creation is like, let me go to a reader or a, a psychic or a medium or a healer or whatever, a coach, because it's like there's a certain level of up leveling in my life that every time I've asked for help, I, I've skyrocketed bigger. And when I was trying to do it all by myself. I was still having amazing results and I was still getting there, but I would always sort of hit these like glass ceilings yeah. where I was like, okay, let's go into, let me borrow some energy from someone who's already where I want to be or someone who already knows what I want to know. And that asking for help for me, at least as my little, like I'm super independent. I don't need anybody else type of personality. When I started asking for help, it, it changed the game for me. It was like stuff was being provided instead of me always having to be the sole provider. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna put in my own work and I'm gonna ask for help. And for me personally, that was like a magic recipe of like, okay. And then everything started being like poured in. And it was like, oh, okay. So I can do it by myself, but I don't have to do it by myself, but there's a balance of doing it by myself and asking for help. Yeah, yeah. they do. Trust me, I have a healer. 
And I've yeah. had coaches in the past. And uh, whenever I'm called to get some help, if I can't do it by myself, you always there's always a community, right? Yeah. School yeah. community right now, so it's really important that you have community around you as well. Mm -hmm. Not by yourself or think that you're, I mean, think that you're weird because it's really good. <laughs> I'm not gonna forget that also i learned also speaking of the word weird to the true meaning of it did you know like um karma edgar casey believed that the word karma was just past memory karma doesn't really mean what goes around comes around it actually means past memory so like if you meet someone in this life and you feel like it's a very karmic relationship it's probably because you had a past life together so it's a past memory that you're remembering yeah you're just you're just replaying the old memory oh my god that makes so much sense to me isn't that awesome like <laughs> taking a class and you think you know everything but you don't know everything you know you think karma is like what goes around goes around. no it means past memory so these relationships that you have with these people is just repeated memories and you you know so i thought that was mind -blowing. love that so always go find a mentor that is like your that's what mavis also said too is like allow your soul to bring you to the teacher yeah right let your soul bring you to the teacher I might not be your teacher and I'm okay with that. If it's not a match, please do not work with me because it'll be horrible. You know, maybe you're called to work with Laura. Just go where your soul is called to do. So, okay, speaking of working with Laura, so if you have an Instagram, so can they come and reach out to you on Instagram? Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, most of my people reach out to me on Instagram. Like it, it's, it, Instagram seems to be my little like hub of yes. contact. <laughs> so like, what's it called? What's your, what's your Instagram? Oh, so it's at, it's Laura Morrison. So like the little at symbol and then I-T-S-L-A-U-R-A-M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N. Good to know because sometimes you spell with two R's or what or two S's. It's good to know. Oh, I've never seen it with two S's. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to do, I think we haven't confirmed this yet, have we? That we're going to do an Instagram live together before this episode comes out. And um, we're going to get Laura out there and share our very exciting conversation that we had. It was really nice chatting with you. Like it was I great time with you. People too. say to you, hey, Laura, I could talk to you all day. <laughs> Let's talk about this. And you'd be like, sure, I'm down with that. Like, It's it's literally one of those things where it's like, throw me a topic and let's talk about it. Because I don't think there's anything in the like out there that I'm not interested in. So I love it. I, I love the just the flow and the, yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, well, before we go, I just had this curious question pop in. Yeah. My head. What's, what's your sign? What's my your sign? sign? You want like my sun, moon, and rising? Yes, please. Okay. If you're Aquarius, I'm running out of the closet. Are you? No, okay. So my rising is an Aquarius. New it. My, yeah. my, my sun is a Pisces. Okay. And my moon is a Gemini. So as my astrologist would tell me, I'm basically an air sign, but... Um, I, I am a water sign. My my Pisces is, is fairly heavy in my, but it's all the I got I got all the spiritual signs. I got all the flaky woo woo crazy out there, like signs in my chart. That's like my 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 astrologist looked at it the first time and she was like, oh I get it now. She's like it's all right here. She's like oh you're psychic, you're weird, you're magical. It came up that you're a medium as well. Did we come up? Did that come up in your reading that you're a medium as well? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably gonna do something. There's a little prediction for you. You're gonna be a medium. It, 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 it's not anything I advertise. It's not, I'm like, I'm like 75% comfortable with it. I'm 75%. It pops into sessions all the time. And then I'm like, okay, Hey, are you okay with like your loved ones coming through? Um, but it, it's something that as a child came so naturally to me that I'm still, I, it's not healing, but there's still part of me that's very 
apprehensive mm-hmm. about it because of how intrusive it was when I was a child. So there's still part of me that holds back from the mediumship, but I'm getting a lot more comfortable with it in the last couple of months. And then it popped up in the reading with you. And I was like, okay, I hear you. I hear it. Okay. I'm also really not a big fan of labels. So whenever people, whenever there's labels, I'm getting, I'm getting better with labels. So yeah, like when people used to call me a healer or a psychic, I used to be like, I am not a healer. I am not a psychic. And then it was like, I'm coming around to these labels. I'm coming around to being like, well, sometimes people need identifying something. Yeah, well, they, well if you were to like pick a session with you, I want to speak to my grandma who passed over. You need to have like a context to that kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's my prediction. But I, I didn't have to ask permission because you already knew that. I already predicted that for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably going to come maybe in spirit school. Maybe that's why you're in spirit school. I think so. Maybe. I actually like I just got my little like. I get little like shivers, like little like fingers down my back sometimes. And I just got the little like fingers down my back. I'm like, okay, that's probably it. <laughs> Yay, that's awesome. Well, I'm excited for you to become a trained medium over, but you'll have a good foundation of being a, a natural medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's going to be awesome. So I'm very excited for that. And um, I'll be watching your journey and maybe I'll see you more on Instagram. Now maybe you'll be inspired to like show up a little bit more and show your cute little face so people can get to know you better. Well, I got to know you really well in this podcast. I think it was great. and People are going to really enjoy it. Thank you. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. And um, stay tuned for the next episode of the Singing Medium Podcast. When who knows? I think this one's going to be in about two weeks. And But I'm going to do um, Tea with Mavis Patilla, where I'm going to share my little story with Mavis, with famous Mavis. So, yeah, that was awesome. Well, thank you again, Laura. And we'll see you guys all next time on the Singing Medium Podcast. Thank you.